fake gamer girls. This is a podcast for gamer girls who are fake so in true. many, many ways. I know I'm fake in all aspects. Me too. Of life. I also know that about you both. Yeah. My name. Oh, by the way, my name is Aaron, and that is actually real and not fake. Yeah. Hmm. Questionable. I'm or Sam. Is it? I'm Josie. Sweet. Cool. And, uh, <laughs> Josie's in charge. OMG. So I, I didn't really think that hard about the intro because Josie's in charge. Yeah. So I was like, not my problem. So but, I'll do it. I'll speak. Okay, okay finish the intro so I don't so, keep embarrassing myself. <laughs> uh, today's episode, guess what type of game I'm talking about? Super cutesy cutie Super time. cutesy, not scary game. Not scary, Just probably. Kidding. It's a horror game. OMG. Oh, everyone is surprised. Who saw that coming? That is the sounds of shock echoing through the countryside. Yes, yeah. I love the countryside. No, you don't. Okay. <laughs> One second. Okay, One second. so Gotta type a game, really quick. A game that just came out... Mm-hmm. It's called The Quarry, and it's a horror the game. The Quarry, like a place where rocks yeah, are. Yeah, like... Q-U-A-R-R-Y. Yes. And it is a super massive game, and it is a survival horror interactive drama. And I'm really excited for this game because it's like a spiritual successor to one of my favorite games, which is Until Dawn. And when Josie says it's a super massive game, that's not like a compliment to the game. That's the developer's that's name. the development studio. Yeah. Like, so, it's a super massive game. It's, it's major. Gigantic. Wait, I gotta, I gotta oh. do something. Super massive black hole. Is, that, that, is, is that from a song? Yeah, have you not is heard that Muse song? song? Yeah, that's Muse. Super I didn't know it. Black hole. Well, I knew that was the name of the song. I didn't know they did that in the song. <laughs> I don't but, know that our yeah, audience is Muse fans. Unclear what our... <laughs> I actually don't really understand what our audience is at all. So, no. Yeah, uh, I'll refrain okay. from making comments. Okay. That was mom, I swear. It was not me. I told them I was recording the podcast. Mom. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Keep going, Josie. Okay. So, this game just got released. It's called The Quarry. And it's basically... Uh, about these kids who are forced to stay at a summer camp one night extra than they were supposed to. Oh, I was like forced to stay at a summer camp. No, That's just they get every kid they, ever. Yeah, they get I was stranded also forced to stay at summer camp several okay. times. Why did you just what? go? Okay. Sorry, I thought I heard a noise, but maybe I'm just imagining things. <laughs> okay, it's a horror. Don't get scared. We haven't even talked about the game yet. <laughs> so yeah it's about these kids and um there's nine playable characters it looks like i'm looking at the wikipedia for it i haven't played it yet i'm going to very soon because i'm yeah it's brand new like came out like this just came out yeah like a few days ago um and it's a spiritual successor to until dawn it's basically if anyone knows what until dawn it's until dawn but in summer instead of winter so what does spiritual successor mean uh it just means it's like same it's not it's not a direct sequel but it features the same sort of mechanics same same universe a lot of time um premise i guess where there's a group of people who are stuck somewhere sure and dangerous scary stuff it's not it's not like oh this is the sequel but it is like yeah none of the same none of the the characters from until dawn are in this game and it's not related. Yeah, probably because the they all die. I'm just kidding. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> just kidding. So I'm going to be talking about Until Dawn because it's one of my favorite games. And we figured maybe we can talk about it and y'all can play Until Dawn and then play The Quarry and get in on those new games. So what is Until Dawn? So Until Dawn is from 2015. It's an interactive Sorry, board. was that the sound of you clicking on your slideshow? No. It sounded like you hit your space bar and then said, what is Until Dawn? <laughs> it might have been my little keyboard thing, like, moving. 
You're lying. We know you have a slideshow. No, I've got notes up. Only cool people make slideshows for their podcast. That's so true. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Until Dawn is a 2015 interactive horror drama by Supermassive Games. Obviously, I already said that. Um, and I, it's, like, pretty famous because it's, it was, like, one of the biggest, like, sort of choose-your-own-venture style games of the time like i don't know it kind of skyrocketed that like butterfly effect style of game where it's like an interactive movie sort of but you get to choose what happens mm-hmm. which came first until dawn or detroit become human until dawn okay um <laughs> okay i was really i was really hoping it would be detroit because then i could say detroit really really did it first but no, apparently not. not yeah <laughs> um all right so it focuses on eight young adults in a cabin in the mountains and it's like a winter cabin it's really snowy and stuff and i'm not going to be going super into the plot i'll go into like the very beginning but i think this is a really great game and obviously there's no way i could cover every single thing that happens because there's so many things that could happen in this game and i think it's totally worth a playthrough if you're interested in it i think it's very fun and very interesting and there's some like super cool plot twists and stuff mm-hmm. but the beginning of the game starts with 10 characters in a cabin it's uh those eight young adults plus two others um and during a party at this lodge um there's a prank that happens on this girl named hannah um, because she's in love Wait, with let this- me say let me say the prank. It's the worst prank you've ever heard of in your entire life. This is what they do to their quote unquote best friend. They give her a special note that's like, what's his name? The guy? Mike, Mike wants to kiss you and do sexy stuff with you at midnight. I love you, Hannah. Come in the room. And then she does this weird thing where she walks in the room at midnight Take and just like shirt takes off. her shirt off. He's not even in there, so is what it weird. seems like. He's also then, dating one of her friends. And Annie has a girlfriend, and but Hannah is down. She sees nothing weird about this. Yeah. And uh, and then <laughs> everyone is hiding under the bed, and they're in the closet, and then they're recording goes, it. Hannah, yeah. We saw your boobies. Yeah. And they're <laughs> recording, and they're like, "Oh, you skank," you know. Stuff yeah. Like that. It's very weird. Very it's- weird thing to do your friend. Yeah, it makes no sense. It's the dumbest. <laughs> well, uh, I'm pretty prank. sure it was Emily, his girlfriend, who started it because she was pissed off that she was in love with Mike. Which, you know, it's not like she was putting the moves on him necessarily. Mm, Although, she was real down to. Yeah, I was going to say, clearly she was willing to. However, Emily is like the worst character, also. She's like actually evil. So, yeah. She would do that. Not, she's not Hayden Panettiere, though. That is, <laughs> yeah. Who the freak? What do you mean she's not Hayden Panettiere? What does that mean? Hayden Panettiere, the actress, is in this game, and she plays Sam. You can't just say she's not Hayden Panettiere. I mean, yeah, she's not. not. Okay, let me detail my train of thought there. Hayden Panettiere <laughs> plays one of the main characters in this game, she plays the and best she's character. blonde. And okay. Emily is also blonde. Emily is Asian and has short black hair. Oh, who's the other blonde? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. There is another blonde yeah, that's girl. Jessica or whatever. Jessica is who I was thinking of. <laughs> oh my gosh. Emily does not look anything like Hayden no. here. No, she does not. We Jessica. gotta make it clear to everyone that it's not Hayden Panettiere. Okay, but Jessica <laughs> is played by Megan Martin, who is in Camp Rock. Oh, <laughs> I've seen Wait, Camp Rock. Really? Yes, who she plays Tess. She's in Camp the Rock. mean girl in Camp She's Rock. Tess. You think you're hot, but you're probably not. Oh, exactly. So funny. <laughs> that's a good song. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. Hannah freaks out and she runs into the snowy mountains with like her thin black top on and like, like no, no jacket, shoes or no whatever. shoes, like skinny jeans. Because you know, when I'm upset with my friends who are staying at my cabin, by the way, instead of I kicking them out, I run into the wilderness 
yeah with no shoes on and just go where I'm so sad I'm embarrassed I so, almost I was trying to get my friend's boyfriend to cheat on her and they saw my boobies and, <laughs> and they recorded boobies. my boobies she keeps her bra on for her reference this yeah is not, there's no bare boobies there's no nip <laughs> So okay. Hannah's this twin is her sister, NSFW episode. This twin Too sister cool. Beth. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> Hannah's twin sister Beth uh-huh. runs after her because she, her, her, and her brother were the only ones who weren't involved in the prank. And she runs after her. She finds her, but they start getting like they start seeing this like flamethrower in the woods oh, it's like and fire and they're the, like freaked out because there's this man chasing them through the woods now wait, pause their brother is also a really important character and this is their family cabin he does yes. not chase after hannah because he is passed yeah out, he's passed out wasted drunk. we call Can't him sloshy joshy correct so, so yeah he's no so help he's, that's why he's not helping because he's super drunk um Thanks, so they're running from this guy who was a flamethrower and <laughs> they get to this edge of this cliff and since they're both idiots they both fall off of the cliff well and so you can make choices though you can it doesn't affect it though they both die regardless right but like i think the option is the like... only option is that you drop her or you s- drop both of your yeah so you are playing you as beth your... at this point and yeah you fall and and you catch hannah and you're holding on and you Onto can either let go with incredible upper body strength yeah she's holding yeah. on one you can either hand let go of hannah or let go of the ledge of the and ledge. kill both of you but either way the result is the same both of you fall and die regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, so no bodies are found by the police and the sisters are declared hey, missing. What happened? This is, this is um, the extent of what I've seen of the game is just this introduction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything else. I've seen like clips of stuff on TikTok before, which is very confusing to like what <laughs> the game is actually about. <laughs> There's that one scene. Have you guys seen the clip of Markiplier playing it? And he's like, bring me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. And then Jessica gets grabbed through the window and he just screams. Yes, no. I have, so yes, I have seen that because I did watch Markiplier's entire playthrough yeah. the day that this game came out. It so was yes. Awesome. And it was so nice. funny. That's such a good clip. Okay. Anyways. So I have a list of who all the characters are, who all the playable characters are, not the sisters. They're dead, and we don't care any. Hannah and Beth, dead. So, Josh, Hannah and Beth's brother, he's kind of weird. Uh, okay. He invited are everyone. Are you going to say the back. actors? That's Rami Malek. I need to say the <laughs> actors, because, like, these are real actors, and it's weird, like, Uncanny yeah, Valley. Like, like Rami like, Malek and Jordan Fisher and stuff. Okay, you say the character and I'll call out the name of the actor, okay? okay? So Rami Malek is Josh. Um, He's Hannah and Breast Brother. He's kind of weird. He invited everybody to come back to the cabin a year later to party after his sisters died there. Mm -hmm. To kill them. And he's kind of like, oh, it's to like honor my sisters and we want to rekindle our friendship after after everything that happened. Uh, he's kind of like a bold person, and he doesn't really have a filter. He's crazy. Then, yeah, he's weird. Uh, Sounds then there's... sketchy to me. He's like, I want to be friends with all these people. Hmm. Sketch. <laughs> then there's Sam. That's hated Panettiere. We already talked was about that one. A Disney Channel star. So she Google is her. one of the girls in the group. She was Hannah's best friend and the only person who didn't participate in the prank besides Beth and Josh. Where was uh, she? She <laughs> chilling, I think. I don't really know. I don't think she was aware of it. Okay, um, she just like is an early to bed kind of person. I guess yeah, I that's guess. like pretty in character. I feel like she's like really brave and like witty. You know, typical final girl energy with her. You know, kind of like I don't know, what like the the tip, yeah final girl like virgin girl that kind of thing. She's yeah, she's sort of the like neutral not a bad person yeah then there's chris chris is played by noah fleiss don't know who that is i feel like i've heard that before uh i kind of just deleted all of my notes give me a second (laughs) oh noah fleiss is in 
Uh, let's see if there's anything that I recognize here. I don't recognize him at all. He's coming to the show. Welcome back to the show. We had a minor scare with the notes app. Josie accidentally just opened a blank app. And I thought I undid, I undid the whole thing. And, and she really started scary. screaming bloody murder. It was, it was terrifying. Scary. There's so much written. I was literally going to cry. Uh, okay. I, I found out that the most famous thing that Noah Fleiss is in is Until Dawn. <laughs> so. I also found that out. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, yes, Chris is Noah Fleiss. Um, he's like a nerd and he has a crush on Ashley. He's Josh's best friend and he gets like teased about his crush on Ashley a lot, but he's like pretty loyal and defensive to all of his friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's like kind of the weird nerdy guy, but he's like a nice nerdy guy. He's like nice guy core. First to die, nice guy core. Then there's anyway. Ashley. She's also pretty nerdy. She also has a thing for Chris. She's Wait, like who she played of- by? Ashley is Ooh, played yes. by Galadriel Steinman, who is, she was in, so she hasn't really had too many major roles. She was Gwen, uh, Gwen Tennyson in the live action Ben 10 movie. <laughs> she has been on Glee, NCIS. Uh, True Blood, Bones, um, The Middle, Community. Where do you see Community? So she's on Community and uh, Fame, the 2009 version of Fame. Nice, which is a good good movie. So I'm I'm just looking at uh, IMDb. I don't know what you're looking at. I'm just looking at Google. Okay. Anyway, Galadriel Steinman. What a name. Yeah, so Ashley is, like, a nerd. She has a crush on Chris. She's, like, very kind of, like, quiet and skittish in a way. She's not very strong. She's, like, very neutral, very boring. Is she the one that wears a beanie the whole time? Yeah, there's really nothing special about her, except for she probably gets, like, the most traumatized, I feel like. Yeah, I actually would agree with that. (laughs) Like, she's in the most horrible situations. Like, they just kind of use her as bait, I feel like. Um, Hmm. Then there's Emily. This is the... Not blonde one. Emily is Asian, and she is played by Nicole Sakura, but her name was Nicole Bloom at the time. So it looks like she changed her name from Nicole Bloom to Nicole Sakura, uh, because she is half Japanese, which, you know what? I'm not going to comment on that. Same. And she has Maybe been she in- got married. I don't I don't. I, don't I feel like that's so. I don't think that's it. <laughs> From Bloom to Sakura, <laughs> there's no effing way. Oh, yeah, wait, so that I agree was, with you. Wait, what? So her birth. So that's her middle name. Oh. I I'm very confused. Anyways, she's in Superstore. Okay, so it turned. Oh yes, I loved her in Superstore. Oh, she's funny. Okay, so. I was being rude for no reason. So she played. So her name is Nicole Sakura O'Connor. Nicole Bloom was a stage name. Oh, okay. Anyway, she's in Superstore and and she's like one of the main characters and she's very funny in it. Good for her. Cheyenne, that's her name. She's also in Teen Wolf and Grey's Anatomy. And Shameless, it looks like. And she's in Big Hero 6. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Good for her. Okay, so Emily is Mike's ex-girlfriend. She's dating Matt now. And she was the orchestrator of the prank with Jessica. She's, like, super bitchy, super mean. (laughs) She's the mean girl. Really mean to her new boyfriend, who is very nice. And overall, the worst and least liked character out of everybody. Like by people say about me on this podcast. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Sort of like the Aaron of the the group. (laughs) Exactly. So there's Matt, who is Jordan Fisher. I knew that. Yes, Jordan Fisher, for anyone who doesn't recognize the name, uh, is like a big musical star and music producer. So he was in the second To All the Boys movie. Um, Someone's echoing. Yeah, I heard an echo too. Anyway, it's fixed. He was in the second movie, uh, the To All the Boys, P.S. I Still Love You. He is the boyfriend that comes and tries to frick up Noah Centineo. He's also um, one of the boy band members in Turning Red. I think he worked on Moana. Um, Teen Beach movie. Yeah, I was going to say he's in Teen <laughs> Most Beach famously movie. Teen Beach movie. Yeah, well, he's not even a, a main character in Teen Beach movie. I believe he was in the live action version of Hairspray. 
And he's married, apparently, to somebody named Ellie Woods. Wow. I wish my name was Ellie Woods. Nice. Because it sounds like Elle Woods. That's why I'm saying that. Yeah. Okay. You just didn't. Oh, sorry. He was in Grease Live. Nice. Good for him. Which I did see. So Matt is like kind of shy and like basically personalityless. Like his character is just kind of a pushover, and it's like honestly pretty sad because he's just the token black character and is the hardest character to keep alive in the game. Tragic. So it's like it was pretty upsetting to me, like seeing all that. But you know, Matt is like very nice, but there's not much to his character at all. Yeah, so that Emily is mean to him. And that he mm. dies a lot. And that he's very easy to kill, yeah. I mean, then, me too. <laughs> period. Yeah. So then there's Mike. Well, actually, I've never been killed. Who's Mike? So. Yet. Yet. Who's Mike played by Aaron? Oh, sorry. I didn't realize we had moved on. We've moved mm. on to Mike. Mike? I'm still on Jordan Fisher's tab. Mike is played by Brett Dalton, who is known for, he plays Grant Ward in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I did not watch. Hmm. And that seems like his He's in Cars 3. Nice. (laughs) Okay, so I'm looking at his IMD page, and one of the biggest uh, things he's credited for is he is good friends with Lupita Nyong'o. Oh, heck yeah. So I wish I was good nice, friends with but Lupita. Like, I don't know if that is great to have that on your IMD page, because that means you didn't really do anything else. Yeah, you're not Dude, special. he's in Cars 3. <laughs> yeah. That's a big deal. And he went to Yale. That's pretty litty if you ask me. Yeah, I'm not in Cars 3. Wish I was. <laughs> maybe we're all in cars three so true cars three was the friends we made along the way anyway go on so mike is emily's ex-boyfriend and he's now dating jessica he's like very like smooth talking himbo like a- typical straight white man he's like brave and he's strong and he's protective and he's like romantic you know He's just this like, is like very weird, like incestual group. Like, why are they all dating each other? Because yeah. they're eighteen year olds. Are you kidding yeah. me? Don't act like all of your friends in high school are all say, dating act, each other. You can't be talking like that. <laughs> well, me neither. All right. All right. So Don't I'm a big like Mike stan. I'm a big Mike stan, and I'm a Sam stan. So Mike and yeah. Sam stans arise. Uh, anyway, I'm rising. I'm risen. Then yes. And there's Jessica. Jessica is Megan Martin from Camp Rock. Tess. Megan Martin. Is that all she did? She did a bunch of uh, Barbie and Cabbage Patch doll commercials. <laughs> Dope. Uh, she's in Mean Girls 2. Oh, yeah, she oh. is. She is in 10 Things I Hate About You. Apparently. Oh. 2010. Oh, so some weird remake. I was oh. like, that seems way too old for her. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, she's in a bunch of like random lifetime movies and TV shows and stuff. But she's anyway. in the Jonas Brothers extended movie. Nice. So I think I'm gonna say Camp Rock is probably her her most well known. Yeah. And until dawn. So Jessica is like basic blonde bimbo she's a hottie with a body she's um actually like pretty nice to everybody except for emily they hate each other they used to be besties but they hate each other now because obviously she's dating emily's Mm ex-boyfriend um jessica is like very reliant on mike but i don't know that's just like how she's written i guess not also not particularly strong or special I think she's also one of the easiest kill- people to kill. Um, I was going to say, I think she dies a lot, right? I think she is the first person that you can kill in the game. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, so this is the premise of the game. Uh, all the stuff that happened and the premise of the game is that, or like I guess the idea behind the name Until Dawn, is that there are 10 hours until dawn 
And that's when they're rescued and they're able to be taken off of this mountain. And there are 10 chapters in the game and each chapter is an hour of the game's like lore. Well, so we need to like, we kind of skipped over it though. We just said you got invited place. Now there are 10 hours till you're rescued. Why do they need to be rescued? So they showed up and then there's 10 hours until dawn, Mm -hmm. obviously. Or I guess they show up and then, I don't know, do they show up in the morning or the afternoon? It's like sunset when they show up. So they show so up it's and not it's not quite sunset, night, yeah. It's a little bit like afternoon, you know, kind of like late afternoon. And then there's 10 hours until dawn the next day. And obviously it starts off normal and then bad stuff starts happening throughout the night. So they aren't here for like multiple days. This all happens like as they arrive. And at the end of the game, obviously, they need to be rescued at dawn. So that's okay, so we're just saying you, bad stuff starts I was happening. Say, can you like really what? Not say any idea of what is bad without spoiling um, it? There's a man who is on these mountains. There are creatures on these mountains. But and there's also okay. But what's the little... starting? What's the inciting action here? Um, like, how do they know something bad is happening? Does someone attack them? Yeah. Well, it's like they're split into different groups, kind of. And I think at first, it's... Oh, I don't even remember. They, like, just kind of split up. And they're all in well, their I different groups. I think the power goes out. Like, it's um, classic stuff Power like goes that. out. Jessica and Mike are on their own. Jessica loses her phone. And, like, the phone gets tossed through the window and they don't know who did it, you know? Mm-hmm. And she gets snatched by something and Mike has to chase her. Stuff like that. And then Ashley and Josh and Chris all do a seance. And they're like, OMG, the sisters are communicating with us who died on this mountain. That OMG. Kind of um, Emily and Matt are kind of just doing their thing at the beginning. But they get involved with the bad stuff a little bit later and they split off to go to the radio tower and communicate mm-hmm. with someone so they can come get rescued since they aren't able to communicate like otherwise. And there's a horrible blizzard going on this and entire the, Yeah, because there's a horrible like storm going on throughout this night. And so like all also... the phones are out and stuff like that. And yeah, and like I think it's Sam who gets kind of like it's either Sam or Jessica. One of them gets kind of like lost in the mines and stuff. And there's like, or it's Emily, I think. And like, this happens later on. And then she's getting like chased by a man with a flamethrower, you know? Hmm. And there's also some dude, just some dude that likes, I will say there is a character credited on the IMDb page named flamethrower guy. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, Um, well, it's just the voice. So, Oh, flamethrower guys! Yeah. <laughs> I, I think they call him the stranger. Like that's what his name is. Oh, really? Well, yeah. yeah. IMDb, his name is flamethrower guy. I don't know. I really <laughs> don't want to spoil it because this game has so many like crazy twists, you know. And sure. I here's what it's I just really interesting to me. And like Mike, will... Mike can yeah, get sorry. a pet wolf at some point, and I think that's awesome. Yeah. So, well, this this game operates the same way as similar games would be. This is, like, if you think of this as a horror version of Life is Strange, it's sort of similar because it's it's that idea of the choices you make affect the later yeah. gameplay. Um, there are a lot of games in this genre now. Detroit Become Human is similar. But this is a scary game. This is scary and it can it's be... It's a very, like slasher yeah it can be moderately graphic at times if that's not your thing it gets pretty graphic which it's all animated you know so it just depends on you know your personal level of comfort with that i know Mm -hmm. sam probably wouldn't like it yeah Um, but like it doesn't bug me but like i also with this kind of thing i always prefer to watch someone else play it rather than playing it myself which can be really stressful to play if you don't like that high stress i also love 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 watching other people play video games like that's my main hobby (laughs) 
And so I. That's so I, fun. That's such a middle child. That's thing what I was about to say. I, know. Yeah, that's like, I feel like that's a youngest child and middle child thing because I also love watching people play. No, there is because... no part of me that wants to watch another person play a video game. Yeah, because you're the oldest. You never had to. Yeah. Are you kidding me? My entire life was me watching you play Mario Kart. That's not even a fun game to watch. That, you did not watch Mario Kart. We have multiple controllers. Okay. Yeah, but Maybe you watch Zelda. Or something. Here's but... the tea. I'm gonna expose Sam so hard right now. She is the worst person to play video games with. She's so competitive to the point that the game is no longer fun for anyone in the room. No, you're just saying that about Mario Kart because I'm too good. Yeah. Okay. What else? Uh, so if I said that about Smash Bros, would you also say because I'm too good? You guys are mad that you can't beat my Zelda main. That's all. That's yeah. all I'm gonna say okay, about that's that. Okay, that's somebody who ruins the game. <laughs> you're describing. You're describing someone who's so competitive that it makes the game not fun for anyone. No, else. that's not true. No. no okay, no. keep lying to yourself. <laughs> anyway. 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 Do you have anything else, Josie? Uh, yeah, I have a bunch of other stuff. Okay, um, keep going. So yeah, I really don't want to get too much into the plot. I really think that this game is worth playing. I think if you like a good story and you like plot twists and stuff, go for it. Um, so here's some of the game mechanics that I think are really cool. So the first one would just be clues, uh, which like kind mm-hmm. of leads you to connect all the dots to find out what happened to the sisters, to find out what's happening now on the mountain, like who these people are, who the man with the flamethrower is. Um, and these clues are like pictures, journals, items, stuff like that that are all scattered across the different chapters of the game and you can find them on the floor or like in buildings and you Which can is, pick is them up. Pretty you have common. to find it. Yeah. You have to find it. It doesn't just give it to you. Well, but I will say that's a pretty common mechanic in yeah. games. Like like The Last of Us does this or like Five Nights at Freddy's does this. Like mm-hmm. lots of lots of games do this where it's like collectibles that are dual purpose yeah and then there's another sort of like collectible that are totems and they're also scattered across all 10 chapters of the game and these are like helpful they're they basically Mm -hmm. foresee future events and they give you like mini flashes and like clips of warnings or like Mm -hmm. advice to the player on what choices will go wrong and what will go well um, so black totems are death totems, so they can tell you, they can show you scenes where someone could die. Red so are like, danger, so what? Well, I was just going to say, like, to contextualize this a little bit, this is completely made up. I don't remember what any of the totems are from this game, but, like, a death totem would show you, like, if Ashley had a potential death scene where she slams her head on a rock, it would show that like the two seconds leading up to her death and then her death yeah. so then as a player it's a you very see, short clip yeah as a player you see though like okay this is like that looked like it was in the front side of the cabin yeah. so i'm gonna try and avoid choices that take ashley out there mm-hmm. that sort of thing so it's not like game breakingly helpful but it is helpful it is helpful if you can like really think about it and try yeah, to keep, and I think keep them can, in mind. You can refer back to them. As yeah, you, you can look, you can rewatch them. So red ones are danger totems, brown are loss, yellow are guidance, and white ones are fortune totems. So what? those are all just like examples. So but what like, do they do? So the white ones are fortune. So it's like obviously showing you things that are good. Like at some point, um, Chris and Ashley have to play Russian roulette. And uh, the fortune of that is Chris throwing the gun onto the table and neither of them die. Mm-hmm. So yellow is guidance. That would also be really similar to that. Um, I honestly don't really know what the difference between like the those two are. I sure. feel like, I don't know. They're just very similar. Um, yeah, just leading you towards a better outcome. Yeah, I think brown ones are sort of like you lose something important. Like you can lose an important item or you can mm. like get separated from somebody, that kind of thing. Okay. And red is obviously dangerous, so it's telling you when something dangerous is going to happen. So it's kind of like a more vague version of the death totem. Mm-hmm. So those are all scattered. There's uh, Each color has six totems scattered throughout the game. So you can find six of each color. Have you um, ever found all of them? 
No, I want to though. I think that'd be fun. Um, <laughs> each interaction and like choice you make affects your relationship with the other characters, like as each character, because you play as all of them except for Josh. Um, and that can affect like prompts and choices that you get in the future, which can be really bad or really good. Like I know if you are playing as Matt and your relationship with Emily is bad, you lose the chance to get a flare gun from her in the future. But if your relationship is good, you get the prompt where she hands it to you and you can accept it. Mm, okay. Um, so obviously the most famous mechanic in this game is the butterfly effect. Uh, every like few like moments in the game, you are like forced to make a choice. And those choices can be dialogue, actions, quick times, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and so these sometimes can be really be... drastic or like really small. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is sometimes it's like left or right, and sometimes it's like shoot yourself or shoot the person sitting next to yeah. you. It can like, literally, ah! or if you miss like um, one too many quick times, you can lose a chase, and whoever you are running from can get you or whoever you're chasing after gets away that kind of thing mm -hmm. so these like really significantly impact the rest of your game and can change the ending you get like completely and like like i mentioned with like matt and the flare gun it's like even the small dialogue bits can affect if matt lives or dies you know right like with because the, it's really hard to keep matt alive if he doesn't have the flare gun you know mm -hmm. it's not impossible but it's hard um so I'm almost at the end of my notes, but in total, there are like six different ways the game can end, like six different like general ways that the ending can differ. But there's a total of 256 variations of these six ends. Wow. Based on who lives and who dies. So can you kill everyone? Yeah. Have you ever done that? Uh, No, I think when we played through the whole game, only three people lived, though. Wow, I don't know that I've ever actually, actually seen Matt alive. Good for Matt. Yeah, I've <laughs> seen I've seen a few of the endings for this. I don't know that I've ever actually seen someone get a everyone died ending though. Yeah, I well, I watched RT Game play this whole game, and it was his first time ever playing it, and mm -hmm. he literally got the best possible ending his first run through. Wow, and people were like, "Holy crap, you are insane!" That's and he awesome. was like, "Bro, I just played the game." Just got lucky, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's all the Until Dawn stuff I have. I would go more into the plot, but I don't know. I think it's just like a game you have to play for yourself. I just think yeah. it's a very good game. Well, and, and we could do that in the future too. Once the quarry maybe takes over, um, you know, as as the yeah, most recent I would one I would love. I was kind of thinking there's like a whole flow chart. I think it would be so funny if we just did like an interactive until on playthrough, but we don't play the game. I just tell you what happens. Oh, that's fun. Like I just I tell you the choices you can make and, and what the outcome is. Because I have the whole flow chart for the game. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, we so I think we should do that. I think that'll be really fun. Cool. Oh, this is reminding me of something I've been meaning to tell you guys. So. Um, you know, choose your own adventure. Obviously we've yeah, referenced it several times. Um, I was like obsessed with choose your own adventure. Like one, one Christmas, my aunt got me like a big box of like 60 of them for Christmas or something from like eBay. So I read tons of them and I would totally like reread them over and over. Cause you can, and Sam and I had this one that was terrifying and you got killed by the Taliban like over and over, <laughs> but <laughs> That, that was a different thing. But they make a choose-your-own-adventure card game. Oh, shoot. Choose-your-own-adventure. Let me Google it. It's like, so there's Matt and I bought it. Not Matt from Until Dawn. He's dead. Maybe. Or he's Maybe. alive. Maybe. So there's, yeah, choose-your-own-adventure card game. We got the, there's two versions. There's one called House of Danger, and then there's one called war with the evil power master <laughs> nice that one's like space house of danger is like you're trying to investigate this creepy house on the hill kind of thing but not like yeah. hill house it's different but we've kind of tried to play it and it's super fun it's formatted very similarly to a book but it's easier to play with a group because it's these cards so you yeah you know there's these story cards and you make choices on the cards and it'll say okay if you choose to go left you know find card 61 if you choose to go right find card four you know 
And then there's like item cards that you can pull. And there's like, uh, there's sort of like, sort of similar to, um, haunting at the house on the hill. Is that what it's called? Betrayal at the house on the hill. I, I always mess that up because there's the show haunting of Hill house. And then there's the game Betrayal at the House on the Hill. Mm-hmm. Similar, so it's not quite this. It's it sounds a little bit similar to Betrayal, but it's not quite the same. But there is sort of this, um, you know, psychic scale, and there's like a danger meter. We didn't get very far because we started playing it. You can play it with just one person if you want to, but we had some friends that were going to play it with us, and then they bailed. So we kind of tried it a little bit, but we didn't want to get too far because we didn't know for sure how like you know, if we were going to spoil the story for ourselves or whatever. So, but it's, it's really fun seeming. So if anybody is in the, in the market for a new like card game, board game, get the choose your own adventure game. We be talking about all kinds of games. I'm fake gamer girl. Games, games, games. Everybody be all, all like, this is what everybody be like when they see me. (laughs) Games. Oh, that's true. And I'd be like, so true. true. Actually, this is another tangent. Um, I'm in a a local production of the SpongeBob musical right now. I'm really exposing myself as a theater kid, but uh, I am in a local production of the SpongeBob musical. Hey, Aaron. Aaron, Everyone knows you're a theater kid. Shut up. Everyone can tell. (laughs) Do not say that. I only did one one musical in high school, okay? One. Uh, In high school, okay? One. In high school. (laughs) I don't know what you're trying to imply. Anyway, go on. Anyway. um, Oh, but I was at rehearsal and someone went, do you have a podcast? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, how did you know? And they said, I saw it on your Instagram and I was like, ha ha. And that was the whole conversation. I didn't know what to say after that. I was they like, weren't like, I listened to it. No, just he didn't like, listen to you? it. This, and he's my little homie, but like, we didn't, I was just like, yep. <laughs> that was a little thing. But if you, if you live in Utah and you want to come see me uh, play Gary the snail <laughs> in the SpongeBob musical, go find my Instagram and we'll talk and I'll give you the deets. I'm not going to dox myself on the podcast. But what? It is, a, it is a public uh, thing. If we have, have any super fans that want to travel to Utah. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't mean travel to Utah. I mean live no, in I'm, Utah I'm already kidding. and kill me. Don't yeah. kill me, please. You're invited to come see my play, but don't murder me. That's the condition. Mm. Anyway, Dang who it. wants to hear I was my planning Gary? On doing who that. wants to hear my Gary man? <laughs> I do. <Me. laughs> okay, I my throat's actually kind of messed up because we've been running this show every single day for like two weeks, and so I've been singing a lot. <clears throat> okay, so this is the conversation. This is SpongeBob. SpongeBob goes like this. Oh, Gary, I had the most horrible dream. Why? I can't tell you about it. And then I go like this. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. that, was bad. that was kind of bad that was kind of bad because i was like smiling okay let me get into character all right it's really hard to get into character it's a really complex character okay this is gary Meow. <laughs> <laughs> i'm really method. good i'm actually method acting so if anybody- that's all she says it, uh, yeah, and if actually no, I have a line in a pirate song too. I go like this: Captain Bob Hook. No one knows his first name. Good for well, you. you. don't even need to. We don't even need to see the play now because we go crazy in a freaking priest outfit, which I also do at some point. I be I be busting it down in a priest outfit. So yes. Okay, I'm going to read these submissions now. Uh, Yeah, sorry, I got a little carried away. (laughs) It's that that method acting. Me and Gary are so connected. Yeah, that makes sense. I could tell from your meow. Meow. (laughs) Anyway. Okay, we do have a viewer submission for a game. Um, Their name, his name, he put his pronouns. His name is Emilio, again. Thank you, Emilio. Emilio. You're you're really keeping... 
you're keeping this afloat for us because we don't get that many submissions. We're literally um, begging on our knees for you people to send us submissions and you ignore our <laughs> cries. The um, listeners are spitting in our faces over and over again. And this is a testament that you can submit a, if you're playing a new game and you've already submitted. That's fine. Yeah, because we always are like, yay, they sent it in again. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Emilio is playing the game Kindergarten, which I haven't heard of. But I this is what had not heard of this either. This is what he says. He says, I just wanted to say that I finished playing Kindergarten and I think that game is so funny for no reason. Kindergarten is an abstract puzzle adventure game. You play as a student in a school that's a bit dot 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 off. The teacher is trying to get rid of her kids. The janitor is frequently seen cleaning up blood. This sounds like a Josie game to me. Yeah. So this game is only $5 on Steam and it's very funny. Oh, I have seen this game. I feel like I've heard of it. I have seen this game. It came out in 2017 and it has really good reviews on Steam. And yeah, it looks like you're trying to uh, figure out the secret of your kindergarten and also not get killed by the sketchy sketchiness that's going on. Liddy. It looks actually really similar to a game like uh, The Escapist, which is sort of... The Escapist is just the example that's coming to mind. It's it's sort of this, like, prison escape simulator where you're also balancing, um, like, prison life, where you're, like, making deals with people and you're also trying to, you know, not have terrible relationships, but... You're also trying to, like, do your tasks so that you don't get caught. I think it seems like a pretty similar idea, if that's your thing. Which, Sam, you actually might like this kind of thing, because you love management games. Yeah, maybe so. I'll have to look into it. I just got uh, Cat Cafe Manager, and I'm oh, still yeah. trying to figure it out. It's I've only really played, fun. like, two minutes of it. I made my character, and then I was like, I'm tired. So My I went problem bed, with that but... game is that it was a little bit too short. Oh, um, is it? You kind of just beat it and then you're done nice um still really fun i would still recommend it uh josie what are you playing right now what am i playing yeah uh, for our video game podcast oh Oh my gosh everybody ensemble stars english version just came out yesterday best game ever i can't talk to you you're mad that i'm playing games f is ensemble stars it's another rhythm game it's an (laughs) idol game and they're little, but they're little anime boys. Usually, idol don't games be are anime judgy, girls. Aaron. I was just confused. Okay, Aaron, <laughs> it's a video game podcast, and then I say what video game I'm playing, and, and she's, she's like, like "Oh my that's god, that's a real game." I never said it wasn't a real game. I was you implying implied that it. it's not a good game. Rude. <laughs> okay, so you're just mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, that's why you Aaron. play dookie ass cat cafe. <laughs> Don't man. say ass on the podcast. Uh, too late. You're being rude, so yeah. you get it. Anyway, oh. tell us about Idol Idol Stars. No. Wait, what is it? It's just a it's just a rhythm game. Is it like Hatsune Miku? Yeah, but it's like boys. anime boys. Yeah, anime. Well, Hatsune but Miku boys has boys. They- yeah, but it's like all boys, and mostly I most of like mm-hmm. the really popular idol games are all girls, like Love Live and Bang Dream. They're like mm-hmm. all girl idol groups, but this one is all boy idol. Oh, and you're saying idol? There, so idol games could mean two things: I D L I D O L. Yes, I D L E is a genre of game. Idol games like that you no. would just play on idol. the side. Idol is like rhythm yeah. games where you're, you know, like a pop star. Yeah, and you're, like, playing with these little pop star boys, and they sing songs for you, and they dance. They do their funny dances. All right, <laughs> I'm about to sound like the biggest hypocrite in the world, because I was just, like, Josie playing anime games. I'm playing Genshin Impact again. Why? Nice. Which is the most anime of all the anime That is, games. that is. I um, haven't played that game in so long. Well, so Matt and I were playing, um, there's a new MMO out called Nino Kuni. Oh yeah, Crossworlds, Nino Kuni Crossworlds. It's okay. The Nino Kuni series uh, is partnered with Studio Ghibli, and a lot of the time, and so they have some games that are like Studio Ghibli inspired that are full on RPGs. They just released this free to play MMO, which is like on mobile as well, 
but it's it's pretty dang pay to win it's it's mm-hmm. kind of pay to play almost because they basically have a cryptocurrency built into the game oh boy which has caused a lot of controversy it's kind of fun to play as it's a it's an auto battler um which essentially means that like the characters your character like runs around and does stuff automatically like does the fights you know you don't have to like be clicking the buttons to make them fight mm-hmm. so i've been kind of playing it as an idle game on the side you know as i'm working on stuff just to like you know click through dialogue every 5 minutes you know kind of thing but it has a, a gotcha system gotcha system uh that you know you you roll for like new characters or or not new characters you roll for like familiars and you roll for anyway that really scratches an itch for me um and it made me want to keep playing Genshin Impact because I took a really long break from it and I'm back I'm back on my BS I do be liking Genshin Impact I do be liking that one nice yep but no I mostly don't play any games because I have rehearsals every effing day of my effing life yeah yeah, that makes sense. I'm sorry. Is hey. that a cat? It sounded I like a human. Oh. No, there was no cat. Oh, dang. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stay cool, gamers. Yeah, thanks for listening. Submit to our thing on Instagram. Please. At <laughs> we will read your answer and we will talk about how much we love you. Just like please, how much we please. love Emilio. Yes. Emilio, so deeply. We love you. And so deeply Play and dearly. Emilio. As much as as much as we can love someone we've never truly met, um, we do love you, Emilio. Yeah. And submit to our show and we will read you and we will well not read you not like oh girl you just got we're gonna read her like not like drag race um anyway (laughs) i kind of lost my train of thought thinking about drag race stay cool gamers stay Stay cool cool gamers gamers. bye Bye. 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 oh how do